What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Brie Ann. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. Again, my name is Brie Ann, and I'm your host for today. Welcome to Girl Stop Podcast, where we talk about all things girl, all things Jesus, and everything in between. And as you can imagine, that is hashtag a lot. If this is your first time, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. And if if you are returning, thank you so much. I appreciate you literally more than you know, guys. I kind of get blown away. By the fact that you guys request and want content from me. So if there's anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about, um, just send me a voice message, send me a DM, email, follow me on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Facebook at girl, G-I-R-R, G-I-R, excuse me, L-L-S-T-O-P, um, Instagram, underscore, underscore, girl, stop, underscore, Twitter, girl, stop, underscore, and find us on YouTube just at girl space stop or girl stop. You'll find us. So just um, let's connect, guys. Like, I, I want to know who you are. Passing a number on my screen. I want to know who you are. Fun fact about Girl Stop that you may not know if you don't follow us on other social media outlets. We are giving away a scholarship. Yes, we are giving away a $500 scholarship to um, a high school female senior entering college this fall, fall of 2019. We are accepting submissions until May 1st. The recipient will be announced July 15th. And there are a couple of requirements that... um, have to be met in order uh, to receive or to qualify um, for the receiving of that scholarship. So if you want more information about that, I won't go into detail about it. Um, check me out on Instagram. I have a post that I'm going to leave on my page and then also another post on um, Girl Stop. Uh, Facebook page. So go ahead and check those avenues out. I appreciate you guys. Those of you who have already submitted um, your um, applications or in our emailing me and getting the information back, I appreciate you. And I can't wait to bless somebody in the way that I was blessed. So every week we focus on something. And this week we are talking about relationships. Now, listen, I gave this disclaimer on my YouTube and I will give this disclaimer here. I do not like talking about this topic. And some people are like, well, why don't you like talking about this topic? I don't like talking about this topic because I feel like we have so many outlets, so many avenues that are super consumed with being in a relationship with somebody, wanting a man, loving a man, how to get a man, wanting a woman, loving a woman, how to get a woman, how to keep a man, how to keep a woman, you know, how to make them happy, how to speak their language. We're so overly consumed and bogged down with um, marriage and relationship goals. Um, And to me, it's disheartening. I think it does a disservice to the single who is actually, first of all, enjoying their singleness, hashtag me, but also to the people who need this season, who are not ready to be in relationships, to be in covenant and and strong commitments and deep emotional ties and growing closer toward marriage, who aren't ready for those places in life. Um, it, It does a huge disservice, you know, because now it has you rushing to a place Um, that you're not ready for. Furthermore, you're forfeiting the greatness of the season that you're in. I love my singleness. Now, do I want to be married? Absolutely. Have I ever been married? No. Um, Do I have children? No. Um, uh, Am I currently talking, dating, courting, any of that? No. Um, uh, Do I desire to be? Sure. I think as that DM or that approach comes, I think I'll take it 
you know, at face value, but I am in no rush uh, to do or to be in any place that I'm currently not. I am. I've tried that, guys. Like I've tried being at a place that I'm not in. And it is so heartbreaking. Like it's so tragic trying to be emotionally somewhere that you simply are not. I have taken time in my singleness to simply to heal. The best thing that I've done, which is what I want to talk about today in my singleness is focus on being in a relationship with me. Um, I think it's very, honestly, I think it's inconsiderate and unfair of me to require someone else to get to know me, to love me, um, to hold them to these standards of attention and time and effort with me. And I not put in that same, those same efforts, those same goals, those same uh, standards of intention with my own self. So, um, This is a great place for me to ask one of my first questions for this week's uh, podcast. Like, how are you with you? Like, how do you love you? How do you operate and hold your own self to standards? How do you maneuver through problems and how do you communicate and figure things out and think things through? And how do you want to be communicated with? And what are your love languages and how do you communicate your needs and your desires? And do you feel comfortable communicating those things? And are you aware of what you need and how you think? Not not what you think and not what social media, the latest post says, but what do you actually need and what do you desire? How are you with you? I I mean, you want, you know, a man or a woman that prays and that loves God and has an awesome worship life. Awesome. What's your worship life like? What's your prayer life like? How do you love yourself? Um, I think when you think about how you are with you, we have to consider like self-love. Like this is the hardest thing for so many people to do because they um, don't think about loving themselves. They're, they're, They're always thinking about loving other people and always thinking about doing for other people, which, you know, that selflessness is definitely an aspect, but we're talking about for the whole of you, for the wholeness, for the healing um, that needs to resurrect or resonate on the inside of you. How are you with you? What do you love about you? What do you know about you? One thing that I said on my YouTube channel that I think is so imperative is that I believe That God knows us best because he created us. He knows us best. He knows us better than we can ever know ourselves, right? But as compared to everybody and anybody else, I know me better than anybody else. Nobody in in any point should be able to tell me more about me than me. And I also gave this disclaimer, you know, this disclaimer, excuse me, like we... (sighs) We do have blind spots. We do have weak areas. We do have vulnerable areas. We do have areas that could be potential um, threats or opportunities for people to take advantage of us. And sometimes those areas are hard to see because we're so um, connected to ourselves, which is good when you have other people to kind of point those areas out to you. But for the most part, if you're talking about being in a relationship and a friendship and and an intimate, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, talking ship, dating ship, courting ship, whatever ship you want to get on, Um, you should know you because how can you require that somebody love you, somebody give you attention and time and effort, um, and commitment to what, you know, I think it's so, it's so imperative that we don't rush our time of singleness. And I'm speaking specifically to people who are single. If you are in a relationship, if you are, you know, um, emotionally tied to soul tied to, um, 
engaged, you know, wherever you are in your relationship status, I still think that this applies to you because maybe you rushed out of that season. Maybe there's some things from my now season of singleness that you can learn and take, you know, to help and better your relationship. Maybe it's okay that you spend a little time loving you, spending time with you. Like, how can I expect somebody to to hang out with me, to spend time with me, to have dinner and go out and do fun things with me. And I don't even like my own company. I don't even like being by myself with myself. Like that's not something I'm quote unquote okay with. Those are problematic areas that need to be addressed. Um, So this is my next question. Like, what do you do for you? I mean, my ladies, do you, do you go out to, um, Maybe, you know, like last night I went and got my nails done and I was so excited because they they accepted me. I was like the last client of the day. So I had the whole shop to myself and it was just I just relaxed. I just closed my eyes. I'm getting my nails done. I'm getting my toes done. And it was just a moment of peace. I enjoyed my own company as I'm scrolling and laughing. First of all, guys, (laughs) I don't know if y'all know this, but like I totally cracked my own self up. Like I think I'm hilarious. Right. So. I mean, can you enjoy your own company? And I'm not talking about when you're sitting at your desk doing some work or when you're reading for class or when you're, you know, in your Bible time with Holy Spirit, because that's actually relationship with him. I'm talking about relationship with you. Like, are you OK with going to the movies by yourself? Are you OK with, um, you know, maybe going out to dinner by yourself or taking a walk in the park by yourself? Like, do you enjoy your own company? If you do not enjoy your own company, I think it's very hard and very selfish for you to want somebody else to enjoy your company. This is another thing that I think kind of, quote unquote, shivers my timbers, if you will. We cannot require that people analyze and go deep into and explore parts of ourselves that we have not yet explored. That is unfair to that other person. Why would you assign them the duty of taking on your burdens, taking on your heaviness, taking on your weariness, taking on your unexplored, underdeveloped and not um, not browsed at least areas of your heart, of your mind and of your life? I think that we should be experts of ourselves. I really think that you should know yourself well. And I think if you know yourself well, it'll eliminate a lot of the confusion, heartache, heart pain, miscommunication and heartbreak that comes along with feeling misunderstood, feeling forgotten, feeling left out, um, feeling um, neglected, feeling abandoned because we will know how to communicate and it'll be clear. And I'm not saying that communication is like the clear. uh, And I'm also not saying that knowing yourself is the is the know-all because we are human and we develop and we change over time but what I am saying is I do believe it will eliminate a lot of the problems of the preliminary stages of our dating and talking and courtship and another one of my vlogs I'll go over what I believe about dating talking and courting I think they're all different things I think they're all different stages of the same goal and what I really think is that we get them confused I think we try to be um, at deeper levels of a place than what we actually are and we are not And this causes problems because in your mind or in your heart, you've advanced your emotional state to this different level of being when in fact, like that's not where you are. That's not where your history allows. So you have no foundation to hold that emotional weight. Yes, your girl is preaching in the house. Hashtag today. (laughs) So let me get back on focus because it's not what I was focused on on. What do you do for you? What do you do with you? What do you do um, in your private time? 
in your alone time? I'm not just talking about your own Netflix and chill. Like, do you intentionally celebrate love and praise yourself? Think about all those things that you want that significant other or even that friend, those those relationships in your life that are around you that mean a lot to you. What is it that you want from them? What is it that you expect from them? And then ask yourself, do I do those things in a form or in a way for myself? Do I do those things to the level and to the magnitude that I want them done for me? I really believe that a lot of stuff could be handled or absolved before we enter even into relationships because people can watch and observe how you treat your own self, how you carry your own self, what you believe about your own self, which is the next thing we'll get to. In doing that, it sets a standard that there's no miscommunication. There's no misconception about how you want to be treated or how you want to be cared for in such a way. And I think that's so imperative. So going to that next point that I mentioned, Knowing, having to know those things and and, and being aware of those things and defining those things about yourself, you have to know what you believe about you. Point three, like if you don't know what you believe about you, then you cannot expect other people to assume your worth, your value, how they should esteem you and what they should believe about you because you have not yourself defined it. So you cannot be mad at other people uh, for not meeting that unsaid or unspoken expectation when you have not clearly defined it. You got to know what you believe about you. And I promise you, once you start thinking about what you really believe about you, like not what people tell you to think or not what's popular or not what the latest meme says, you should think about relationships or yourself or be a boss babe or whatever else. But what you really, really think about you, that's what you will find reflected in your relationships because all people do really is they reflect how you treat yourself. If you carry yourself in that way, if you're, you know, a lady and you're, you know, you're often like sloppy and loose and whatever else, then people will treat you as such if you're a student and you give C effort and you're not concerned about being in class on time and you're not worried about studying and you're always grumbling and mumbling about what you're supposed to be doing that you're not going to do those efforts like teachers professors instructors adjuncts they're going to treat you as such they're going to know that you have irregular class attendance they're going to know that at the end of the semester you're going to be in their face trying to get extra bonus points when you could have just done the work along the way they know this you allow people people to treat you the way that you want to be treated. And when I say the word allow, I do, you know, of course I'm uh, empathetic and, um, excuse me, I'm sympathetic rather to my, my girls and my guys out there who have experienced some forced treatment, right? Like it's some treatment that you didn't ask for. It was forced on you. Um, and I'm not talking about in this particular instance, instances of, uh, of rape or molestation or anything of that nature, but outside of that extreme, because that's not ever supposed to happen anyway. Um, I believe that we show people how we want to be treated, how we want to be approached, what standards we actively have in our lives. Because I can say all day that I want this billionaire man. I want this top CEO. I want him to be a classic man, suits every day, clean car, clean this, nice this, bank account this, credit score this. But at the same time, if I am not the caliber of woman that that type of man would attract, then that is not how he would approach me, treat me or see me. I think we have great, large, you know, expansive expectations of what we want the other people in our lives to be like. But I don't think that we hold ourselves to those same standards. So what do you believe about you? Do you believe that you are a woman worthy of that caliber of man? Do you believe that you are a woman who doesn't need that much? 
much. You know, you want, you know, a simple man, a humble life. What, what do you want? What do you believe about you? Because what you believe about you is what you're going to ultimately teach others about you. I think it's so imperative that we, you know, really think about how we see ourselves, because when you think about how you see yourselves, you will get a greater understanding of the relationships that you are now in and the relationships that you've been in. One of the one of the things I have to do at this time of the year is I have to look back over my last relationships. And I'm not talking about just intimate like boyfriend talking relationships. I'm talking about friendships, acquaintances, associates, accountability partners, prayer partners, you know, um, even the types of ministry teams and connections that I, I join, organizations. I think about all of my relationships during this time because February is what I consider hashtag love month. OK, so in considering all of those factors, I have to be mindful. Firstly, I have to be aware. Secondly, I have to be um Fair, like I have to be objective and being like, okay, Jen, you know, this is a good decision. This is a bad decision. This was not okay. This is definitely okay. Um, and then I also have to be real about it. Like I have to be real at the end of the day with me. Why was it that I did that at that season of my life? Or why did I think that that relationship was okay for that season? Or what about that connection and that relationship draw, drew me to it or took me from it? Like, you have to be honest about you. What did you see at that time? What did you think at that time? What did you feel? Were you ruled by your emotions without a sound decision? These are things that you have to think about. And when you know who you are, everything else will fall in place. Listen, I know right now. Right now, right now, right? <laughs> I know my purpose in life. I know what God has called me to do. I know the type of businesses and avenues and arenas that he wants me to work in. I know right now also that I'm a doctoral student, so I don't have a lot of time. Most of my day is going to be spent with reading, writing, and research in one form or another, whether it's in different topics of, or for as far, as far as my coursework or whether it's for my professors that I work under. So I know now that I believe about myself that I'm a successful student, I'm a successful entrepreneur, I'm a successful businesswoman. These are things I believe about myself. These are things I know about myself, right? So I know that somebody who doesn't have any drive, any ambition, any focus, any discipline, somebody who has unlimited time, like they don't have any structure or order to like, I know we are not gonna be able to have a cohesive conversation because I'm going to be so done after your hello, after you tell me what you're not doing, uh, what you can't do and the excuses for not doing like if you're it's not going to work. Right. Because I know what I believe about me. But if you leave that like up to this happenstance of chance and thinking that if you just if you do the work opposite. Right. So if you just go try to get the best partner or the best, best friend to add to your life and not build you then eventually that relationship is going to run out. Like eventually that relationship is going to run its course because you aren't compatible. You aren't equal, so to speak, or you're not like-minded. I don't want to use the word equal um, because I don't necessarily believe we have to be equal. You know, for instance, like I'm in doctoral school. It's not a requirement that the guy that I talk to, marry, whatever, is also in doctoral school. That's not a part of... Um, my criteria. However, I do want us to be like minded. 
you know, like-minded as far as being pro-education and being pro-advancement and being innovators and solutionists and idealists and problem solvers because those are the conversations that I enjoy, that I thrive off of and that I need, you know, because I have a creative design-oriented mind. These are things I believe about myself. These are things I know about myself. And because of this, it already begins the elimination process. I don't have to let every and anybody into my life to know if they're a good fit for me or not and I think that we need to employ some of this discernment so again um in talking about being in relationship with yourself how are you with you what do you do for you and what do you believe about yourself if we can't really go on and talk about love month and relationships if we really have not covered that area those things it starts with you before you add anybody into your life before you invite anybody into your circle of friends into your circle of trust into the depths of your hearts like you have to know you you have to spend time with you you have to get to know you you have to grow you develop you and it is okay for you to change over time it's okay for your interests to change your likes to change what have you however there's still a fundamental like foundational aspect some things about you i just don't think they'll change some some personality characteristics some ways of thinking some of those things are pretty concrete in you especially at the ages that we're at So, again, I want you to think about those things. I want you to meditate on those things. I want you to take those things to the father because he knows you better than you can ever even know your own self and help him to define these lines and boundaries of guards around your heart and also around your life. I think a lot of times we talk about guarding your heart, but we don't talk about healthily guiding and guarding our life. So if that's something you want to hear about, something you might be interested in, let me know. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you'll share it with your friends. Let somebody know about Girl Stop Podcast. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send me a DM, an email. Let me know what you think or how you feel about this content or other content that you may want here especially as we go on talking about relationships I know that it's a hot topic and I know that it's important to a lot of people so I definitely want to have some uh, content this relative in my hashtag reservoir for people to access so again thank you so much for joining me guys again love on you be in relationship with you be solidified and anchored and watch God bless you okay guys (laughs) okay well until next time guys peace love and hair grease